This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Taliban cannot defeat terrorists. They can only inspire them. You can call it the Pakistan playbook. In public, you promise to tackle terrorism, but behind the scenes, you do the very opposite. For 20 years, Pakistan used this playbook on the United States. On Thursday, they tried again. American diplomat Wendy Sherman is in Islamabad. She is the Deputy Secretary of State, the first senior Biden official to visit Pakistan. She's meeting the entire Pakistani leadership, the foreign minister, the prime minister, the army chief. And this is do or die for Pakistan. America, you know, has finally caught on that double game. Wendy Sherman is not looking to repair ties. She's looking to set new terms. Let me tell you what she said. This trip is for a very specific and narrow purpose. We don't see ourselves building a broad relationship with Pakistan. And we have no interest in returning to the days of hyphenated India-Pakistan. That's not where we are. That's not where we are going to be. This is America's message. It doesn't get simpler than this. The U.S. is moving on from Pakistan 20 years too late, we say, but moving on nonetheless. President Joe Biden still hasn't spoken to Imran Khan. U.S. senators are drafting sanctions on Pakistan. This visit by Wendy Sherman was Islamabad's last chance to salvage the relationship. And what does Pakistan do? lobby for the Taliban. Their national security advisor wants the world community to engage with the Taliban. Their interior minister says aid supplies will continue no matter what. What do you call all this? Confident or delusional? Pakistan's own economy is sinking. It is living off loans and Chinese scraps. I'll give you an example. It should tell you how bad their financial situation is. Pakistan does not have money to play cricket and I know it sounds confusing because Pakistan's cricket team is very much active. They're preparing for the T20 World Cup next month. But here's the thing. All that cricketing infrastructure, all the training camps, all the support staff, all the salaries, none of it is being paid by Pakistan. It's all Indian money. Don't take our word for it. Listen to the chairman of the Pakistan Cricket Board. Pakistan Cricket Board ICC की funding पे 50 percent चलता है और ICC funding ये होती है कि वो tournaments कराते हैं और उसके जो पैसे हैं वो अपने member boards में बांट देते हैं और वो जो ICC की funding है वो 90 percent Indian market से आती है। So हम हमें एक तरह से India के business houses Pakistan cricket को चला रहे हैं और कल को अगर Indian Prime Minister ये सोच लेती कि हम पाकिस्तान को funding नहीं देंगे तो ये credit board जो है ये collapse भी हो सकता There you have it. A pretty simple equation. India sustains the ICC, the International Cricket Council and the ICC sustains Pakistani cricket which means Indian funds are keeping Pakistani cricket alive. Take that out and the Pakistan board will collapse. You heard it from the top boss himself, Ramiz Raja, the chairman of the Pakistan Cricket Board. This may seem like a story about cricket, but it's not. It's a story of Pakistan's misplaced priorities. There is no other explanation. Both India and Pakistan are cricket-crazy nations. Whether it's Karachi or Mumbai, you will see kids running around with a bat. Their cricketing journeys also began at the same time, with the same resources and the same passion. But look at things now. India is a cricketing superpower. It is single-handedly expanding the sport. What about Pakistan? 
Their board is running out of cash. Foreign teams are refusing to tour Pakistan. This is a self-inflicted disaster. There is no vendetta against Pakistani cricket. There is no conspiracy against Pakistani fans. Cricket abandoned Pakistan because the country is not safe. And whose fault is that? Their governments. Let me take you back to 2009. The Sri Lankan team was touring Pakistan. Their team bus was he heading to the Gaddafi Stadium in Lahore. We all know what happened next. Terrorists attacked the Lankan team. Five players were injured. Six security personnel were killed. This is what happens when you divide terror into good and bad. On that day in 2009, international cricket abandoned Pakistan. The question is, will it return? A lot depends on Pakistan's government. Will they finally stop supporting terrorists? Not from the look of it. Last month, two foreign teams cancelled their matches in Pakistan, England and New Zealand. Both of them cited security concerns. There are reports that New Zealand may reschedule that series. But they're looking at the 2022 calendar. The window for this year has disappeared. There is still time to turn around Pakistani cricket, but for that, their government must admit the problem first. They must tackle the security issue. And let's face it, they won't. When New Zealand cancelled the series in Pakistan, their minister blamed India. He said the security threat came from across the border. Turns out it's the exact opposite. India is not the threat to Pakistani cricket. India is indirectly sustaining Pakistani cricket.